Welcome to the Heroes of Reality Podcast, a podcast about the game of life and the hero's journey we all experience. Let's jump in with our host, Dylan Watkins, as he introduces today's guest. Welcome, young adventurers. And on today's podcast, I have Dan Brown. He is the founder of the Positive Transformation Group, whose aim is to positively impact the lives of a billion people. Dan created the Positive Transformation as a mindset in himself to challenge fear, doubt, insecurity while dealing with the extreme life situations, having come from being homeless to now leading the PTG as a philanthropic, creating commercially sustainable opportunities globally. So without any further delay, I would like to welcome Dan. Brown. Dylan, hi. How are you doing? I'm excellent. Thanks for being on the show. I'm glad to have you here. Yeah. When you when you say it like that, it it, it sort of sounds quite a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's 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 a it's a it's a lot to unpack and go through it, but it's 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 cool that you know it's 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 really inspiring to hear because a lot of people like you know, uh, they'll talk about their successes, but they won't talk about their failures. They'll, they won't talk about where they came from and how they get there. But it's really important to set a path to let people know to to carve a way to say, I've been able to go this way. You can, too. Um, yeah. So I, I, you know, I, I love what you're doing and, I, and I'd love to learn just a little bit more. Can you can you break down to me um, your uh, your PTG group a little bit for us so I can uh, you can unpack it in your own words and not my mouthful? Yeah, yeah, no, no problem. I mean, I'm I'm always very happy to talk about failure because I just mm-hmm. I'm a, I just believe that it doesn't exist. Like mm-hmm. there there is only quitting. So as long as you don't stop, um, then then it, then it, then it's all good. I think failure is where where all the all the learning is. Mm-hmm. So um, positive transformation is it was entirely about a mindset. Um, as I said, it was for you know I left home when I was uh, fifteen. I had some very difficult situations going on there. That wasn't uh, entirely anyone else's fault. Um, you know, I contributed to that uh, just just like other people around that dynamic did. Um, but <clears throat> to, we'll probably get into that. But what positive transformation is all about was that people gave me some opportunities that really helped me um, move into you know what I'm you know what I'm doing now. It got me into a good into a good job, into a career. Um, and through that, I always felt like the the need to want to create opportunities for other people. Mm-hmm. So eventually, I reached a stage where I was able to take my network across business, government, third sector organisation, charities, and think about how we could create like an infrastructure uh, to provide connections to the right people, money, and resources to help other people's projects and help other people create um, opportunities. So that's that's mm-hmm. really what it's all about. That's beautiful. And so, I mean, the, the idea to kind of create these opportunities, I mean, how do you get this started? Because I think, you know, the, the, the beauty for me is, is, is that that transitionary period between idea to actual execution to make something like this. And when you're making something like that, I mean, there, it sometimes can be overwhelming and people can kind of get stuck a lot in their head, but you've been actually able to get up, run and execute with it. Can you talk to me a couple of those early steps, how you felt about trying to create these groups and kind of the struggles you went through to make it happen? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, this, this was an evolving process uh, over, you know, over, I'm 45 now. So, you know, this is like 30 years, really. Um, and I would start by saying, you know, poverty is a wonderful motivator. Um, so, you know, you, you don't have a choice. I, I, I had two choices, right? Mm-hmm. I could curl up and die uh, or, or, or make a plan. Um, and you know the plans are wonderful, but you got to execute. So, so for me, like I was motivated to just find a way forward. 
you know, I was determined that my life wasn't going to end uh, at 15, you know, and that, that wasn't going to be the end of me. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I, I, at that point, all I could do was make a very broad statement to myself, which was, I'm not going to be beaten. Uh, I will find a way forward. Um, I can't do anything about this situation. I'm, I'm, I'm in it. Um, so, you know, fundamentally, I need to find ways to survive. Um, so somewhere to live, you know, food, that kind of stuff. Um, I had no income, no money, no friends, no family, no nothing. Um, so it was decisions based on necessity um, that have then evolved um, over the years. You realize, well, I can do that. So maybe I could do this and maybe I could do that and maybe I could do this. And then eventually you start to feel where your passions lie um, and, and start to evolve, uh, you know, a, a, a process to just move forward. Um, does that does that answer the question? It, it, it does to a degree. I mean, there's a couple of pieces on there. Um, one of them is uh... – the, the, the question was in terms of like going from an ideation of making the group to actually execute mm -hmm. on it, it. It can sometimes be difficult and challenging where you, you, you sometimes have an idea where you stop and you reflect back and go, wow, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is too big. Uh, I might be crazy. I don't know how to do this. I feel like I'm a fraud, like uh, those situations. Yeah. And then being able to overcome those situations and then gain that, that proof and that belief in yourself is kind of things I'm, I'm super interested in. Um, one, one of the positivity group, I mean, and the other one being is, I mean, you're talking about being, being young and being in that situation of needing to survive, like that desperate survival situation where you need food, you need that. And, and I know, um, you know, there's a, a number of disadvantaged youths that I work with um, in that in that area that's going through that type of stuff. And so, I mean, uh, so touching on that, since we're already over there, I mean, what would you say to them when they're in that survival mindset where they're like, look, man, I just want to, I want to get my next, I need to get money. I need to get paid. I need to get, I just need to get something stable. I need to get that. Like what, what advice would you give to some kids like that, that are going through it? Okay, so I suppose to try and answer that in, in one. So there are three things that, that, I, that I do now uh, every day that have evolved from those situations. So, you know, I, I, I look every single day at what really matters to me. And then I break everything down into the tiniest possible steps. And I still do this every day. So what, what really, and I look at one day as like one lifetime for me. So what, what really, really matters? Now, that could be you know, business opportunities. It could be I need to eat. And then break that down into just what can I do immediately? What are the, what are the things I can do right now um, to, to make something happen? And then also the third part of that, so what matters? What can I do? And what can I remove? Like, it's such a massive thing. Like, I think it's something that people really overlook, which is what, what crap? is existing in my day that I need to get rid of um, mm. to enable me to actually make the steps that I need to make uh, to achieve what matters. So what matters, what steps can I take? What can I get rid of immediately? And then then really is just get up and do it. Got it. It's actually really interesting because a lot of people think of what are the things that they can do, but they really don't think about making space by removing objects, by removing habits or, or situations like that. And I think it's a, it's a really good one. So when you're talking about that, I mean, is that like a morning routine for you? Like you're, you're like, you wake up in the morning. Okay. Here's the big, my big goals. Here's what I need to break down. What does that look like? Yeah. What, what, my, my, my day, like I, I, I'm, you know, like in terms of a day, it's like, mm -hmm. a 
it's I spent a lot of time sort of researching how to be the most efficient human being I could possibly be over the course. So I'm like I'm sort of boring on this front. But what I worked out is that there is a huge correlation between discipline and structure, which get a really bad name, by the way, mm. and freedom. So the more discipline and structure that you can put in a day um, to do those three things, the more space you create, the more time you get, the more freedom you get and the more ability you have to think and then actually create the things you need to do. Um, so it's it's an all day. So I, I've worked out for me mm -hmm. what my most efficient use of a day is. So I start at 4 a.m. and I finish at midnight. Um, and in that time, I have a framework which I can which I can move. Um, but there are a set of things that need to be need to be achieved in that in that 20 hour period. Um, and then I can I can mold and adapt it to suit what I need to do. But ultimately, it's constantly looking at what matters, you know, what what steps do I need to take, what do I need to remove and then making adjustments throughout the day. And that's whether it's dealing with you know, work, friends, family, fitness, whatever it might be, um, you know, it's it's discipline and structure that gives me freedom mm -hmm. uh, and then people might think oh my god that sounds horrific but in that 20 hour period I, I guarantee you that I get more free time than most other people got it so you're keeping an eye on like a couple of like top issues top things that you need to get done and then you're like hey no matter what I'm gonna find a way to knock this out get this done get it get it over with yeah and so and so then with with that then you know it, is there times that you feel your own internal because one it does sound god awful uh getting up before <laughs> midnight um in full, full disclosure it does you're like i am super efficient i i basically have cut out all my fun and uh and i am i am i i, I work for 18 hours a day no no, no, no. <laughs> no it's like it's like uh it's it's sort of like so i don't have like oh what i've tried to remove most of is yeah. having this work concept right yeah. so it's life to me so mm. my ideal life is you know there are things that you know, i like to do with other people there is mm. so in one day it's how do i get all the things that i really enjoy you know the things so for me i really enjoy you know i had a period where i was really unhealthy really unfit so you know i needed to think about what do i really care about what do i enjoy who are the people i want to spend time with so all the things that people would consider to be like you know enjoyable things yeah. Um, they all get done, um, you know, over the course of, you know, let's say a week, but, you know, looking at the day, but it also incorporates the things that enable me to do that. So, you know, there was stuff that I used to do that people would class as work um, that I was finding I hated it. So then it makes you less productive in, in everything else. Um, and it's the ability to actually, that's the remove section. So if I'm going to spend 20 hours a day doing stuff, I want to make sure that I love it. I enjoy it. Um, and there's a process to go through of you know, realizing there's going to be some stuff you're going to have to get rid of and it's going to hurt a little bit for a while. Um, but just, you know, if you're really passionate about it, you just have to, you know, just make the decision, you know, write it down. I'm doing it and get on with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's the tricky bit is that you can sometimes you sit there and you look at it and you're trying to make that chasm where you're like, you know, you need to, but you just don't want to. And then people <laughs> date themselves. They get distracted. They go online. Um, uh, last question with this one, we'll, we'll move on. But my last question with that is that in terms of the periods where you know you need to do something, you're looking at it and you're struggling to actually get yourself to take that step. Mm. How do you get yourself to take that step when you when you don't want to, but you know it's for your best interest? 
So yeah, again, so I, I, I try and I try and look at every everything now. Is it, it's either a good day or it's a good day to sort out my mind. Um, so if I'm having a if I'm having one of those days, you know, where I just I just I can't, you know, I'm, I'm struggling. I don't want to do it. I don't feel like it. Um, what I've sort of tried to uh, be able to do now is to accept that you know it's really nice to have a good day, but if it's if you're feeling like that and it's really bad and it's just not happening. You know, really kind of just sort of sit down. Um, you know, I'm not going to meditation, I think, is like wildly misunderstood. Um, but like just take a moment, sit down, you know, kind of readdress the things that are important. Take half an hour, you know, give yourself the opportunity to be a little bit courageous and 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 write it down and move forward, you know? Yeah, yeah it, it almost sounds like you have like a like a like, if you're, OK, I'm 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 I'm, I'm pretending to be you talking an internal dialogue in my mind okay all right we're, we have agreement we're going to do this to get to where we need to go yes yeah okay great and then you go to do it you're like why aren't we doing the thing that we agreed on okay time out we're gonna take a break i'm gonna go we're gonna have a chat we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> step into my manager's office i'm gonna put on my manager pants and please yes, have a seat. you got it you got <laughs> it you got it like you're making me sound like a complete nutter but like, like no it's really know, that's it it's beautiful. It's brilliant. No, but it but it makes a lot of sense. It's like you're either you're either gonna do the thing, or if you don't, you're gonna understand you need to take back, take a step back, and and then just really go, okay, what's going on here? And it's mm. and that, that that that's beautiful. Um, there's a there's a thing to do there as well. Like I used to, yeah. I, don't, I don't do it so much now, but it's it's, yeah. it's a great way to. It's just I, I used to sit down and just write. Like if I was in that situation, like what are the five things? You know, what are the five? Frankly, for me, incredibly stupid things that I'm doing right now that are preventing me from doing the thing that matters. And I would just sit for whether it's like half an hour, 45 minutes and write it down. And then like th through doing that process, just start to realize that the stuff that, that I'm, I am my own, I'm like being my own worst enemy, like just five things that are preventing me moving forward, write them down, realize that they, that, yeah, realize what they are and then just stop doing them. Yeah. That's uh, it's beautiful, and it's because it's, it's you're getting clear on the actual number, and like, okay, what am I doing that's stopping me from versus yeah. trying to blame other people or yeah. shout and scream and say I didn't get here because you know something happened, you know, yeah. that that that's that's amazing. And can you, can you talk to me just a little bit about the 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 group that you have? Like, who would be who if you were to uh, have an uh, an ad for the group? Who would be who would you speak to to say come join your group? Like, what would who would be a good fit for people that would that would uh, uh, benefit from the group that you've created? Yeah, like we, it was created so that it so that it can benefit everyone. I mean, we've um, and I know that's a really broad statement, but originally, you know, the people that can provide the sort of support that people need mm -hmm. are you know businesses, you know, very sort of powerful, influential people, and we're, we're doing a very good job of bringing those people together certainly in the UK, and then starting to roll that out now uh, more internationally. But the people who could better, it's, it's, for me, it was everybody who wants an opportunity. You know, like, I've said this a few times, like, you know, maybe not, you know, like, maybe not everybody wants an iPhone, right? But, but everybody wants access to an opportunity. And so what, what I'm desperately trying to create at the moment and provide the technology infrastructure for people to, to access it is anybody who wants an opportunity should be able to access what we're creating uh, and find within that what it is they need to be able to move forward. Now that could be 
uh, a young person who needs connections to the right people, mentoring, advice, support. You know, it could be the CEO of a large organization who wants to better access to a better way to recruit, develop and train people in their organization or that same person who might just want to offer up their skills and support to other people. So it's it's an environment for people who want to help and support and those who want a hand up, not a handout. Mm-hmm. Got it. So it, it, it's just it's a positive place to help people create new opportunities, yeah. new connections, and then really kind of kind of hive mind, if you would. Yeah. Get, it, get people together. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. definitely. That's awesome. So can you can you talk to me maybe just a little bit because uh, your your journey going from, say, being homeless to the journeys went along the ways. What were a couple of those pivotal moments that you felt that you did not know what I would call threshold guardians, mm. things that would that would you felt like you're on your path and it seemingly seemed insurmountable and then you were able to find a way to make it work? Yeah, I mean, I, there's a couple that sort of immediately spring to mind. So um, initially, you know, kind of being that that kind of first sort of you know, decision, and it was my decision, I, I left the environment. And I think I was expecting, uh, you know, maybe that to go a different way in terms of, you know, maybe that was a bit of a cry for help. Um, and it didn't didn't materialize. So I ended up on my own. Um, and that that feeling that sort of, you know, just the like you say very insurmountable overwhelming feeling of just just thinking you know kind of you know there is there just isn't a way forward like you know you're sleeping on people's sofas um you know in a bus stop or a you know backs of people's cars at, at various points um you know that that is that's quite even that you know like i think a lot of that developed my mindset which i can reach back into um you know being able to just Sorry, go. Cool. Oh yeah, so you could you could reach back into like do you reach back into it as a as like a the like this I know what this feels like and 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 use it as a, a form of strength is that when you say when you reach back into it? Yeah, I mean I think do you know uh, you, you you probably have, you know come across David Goggins I guess yeah uh, yeah right I mean he's got a great metaphor for that called the cookie jar mm-hmm. you know which is being able to reach back into something where you achieved something really positive and remember how you felt so at any point you know you can reach back into your own cookie jar you know and pull out something that that helps you move forward and that that that's you know that's that's the kind of the you know the the mindset that i was you know developing so in you know at that stage you just just the ability to find some people that were willing to help um you know in a small and that's one of the best pieces of advice i can ever give anyone like it feels like we live in a very divided you know, world, a very divided society. Um, but I know for a fact there is a huge collection of people that do actually want to help people. And I think reaching out, just having the courage to go and ask somebody you trust um, that you need some help uh, was, was one of the big sort of precipices that, that, that I overcame uh, very early on. Um, and that's probably what's helped with this. More, more recently, um, you know, I was very fortunate um with my path and development and contacts and career all developed really really well um but i also then found that i was abusing that um myself and i'd gone off on a very different tangent you know where you know i i I dug myself a giant hole so i didn't have anything then i had too much 
Um, then I created this kind of person who became, uh, you know, ruthlessly commercial and difficult and drank too much and had a massive drug problem um, and was not not in a good space at all. Um, and then realizing that you've created your own nightmare, really, um, through being self-indulgent um, and doing and realizing that at about late 30s, you know, and feeling like I'm literally standing on the edge of an abyss now where I'm going to go all the way back down to the bottom um, or I'm going to have to like really summon something up and push forward. Um, and so, you know, that um, again, like being able to um, you know, identify all of your own challenges, work out that you have to be the answer to your own problems um, and then create a, a plan to move forward um was was quite challenging yeah I've, I've noticed that pattern um in especially when you come from a, a place of scarcity um and I've, I've seen even with myself that you get to a point where if you you're in scarcity and then you try to make up for the scarcity by indulgence right yeah. like overindulging on things um, everything and then you don't you don't feel you don't feel great and then you realize that like oh this is it like and this is this is not the exact same thing but just as a as a small example like i went to like an all you can eat like all inclusive um resort place where you could have anything you want and i was like this is amazing and i just started to gorge as much as possible and then like 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 halfway through the second day i'm like i feel terrible like mm. I feel like I was like, and I was like, I but they're like, do you want more? I was like, I don't want anything. And you know, there's this really sense of weird emptiness that mm. you get from that. Like it was, it was fun. It was funny at first, and I realized like I was like, oh, this could be dangerous if I continued, if I had all <laughs> all inclusive places, um, that that kind of stuff. But I mean, but that's more from like a, it's like like a small little micro set versus being set on that path because it seems like yeah when you're when you're struggling in a place of like scarcity and you 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 sound like you're grinding hard to make a living and then so you're relieving that with like other activities alcohol and drugs anything else that like comes along because that that stress um have you found other ways um besides what the you know the the typical like uh drinking and drugs and stuff like that to be able to manage and cope with the stress of your day-to-days like is there something you do to like yeah yeah, I mean, you're, well, you, you know, you, that's a great analogy, by the way. Like, it was absolutely, you know, it was that. It was like, you know, just all of a sudden you're in the, in the sweet shop, the cake shop, like, you know, shoveling that in, like, as much as much as possible. Um, and yeah, you, 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 it's, you know, it's, it's becomes quite a dark place. And um, it, it's it, again, like, you know, I, I don't want to <clears throat> try to be practical about it. It mm -hmm. was, it was like, okay, we're working out. This isn't good. But I know this sounds like really basic stuff. This isn't good. I'm not happy, right? So, so I need to find out what it, what, what are the things that really matter? What am I, what, what actually excites me? You know, what, what, what am I passionate about? You've spent your, all this time focusing on lots of stuff that you now know is irrelevant and not important. You know, big house, all this kind of stuff, and it's, it's, and it's all rubbish. You get there and you just think this is completely pointless. Um, so there, it's then just for me, it's just like, how do you? how do you define balance what's you know, what am i most what am i what am i actually passionate about what am i excited about what do i like to do um and then day to day you know what are the things that you know are going to keep me balanced you know so it's it 
there is an element of your you're replacing negative addictions with positive ones mm-hmm. um so you know i was very like heavily overweight and um sorry typical Ooh. sorry about that sorry hang on a second. Okay. sorry yeah um so that was um it's, it's still vibrating oh, yeah it's go. gonna it's gonna finish up in two okay. seconds so i'm really sorry that's okay that's... <laughs> we have a little bit of an audio issue there it's okay I, I just I, I didn't realize that thing was still on sorry my point that was it, a coffee it's okay. <laughs> oh joy. Okay. Okay. it does it in every meeting that i ever had like, yeah and it's like halfway through and there we go um <clears throat> yeah so like replacing you know kind of negative addictions with positive ones frankly and finding yeah. trying to find some balance um, so, you know, knowing that, you know, you, you need, you know, you need to, whatever it might be, you know, you need to lose weight, you need to stop drinking. Um, so for me, it was, you know, identifying, um, just targets and goals. Um, so I started, you know, trying to become fitter, um, trying to get more into exercise and I quite struggled with it because I needed more of a purpose. So, um, I started doing martial arts and, you know, finding things that were much more um, positive where I could sort of channel my energy and looking at looking at the stuff that I was doing um, and thinking, well, you know, kind of going right back to my childhood. You know, well, what, what is it that's important to me? Um, and, you know, yes, I, I like nice things, but not at the expense of being the person that I know I want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started to just think about what, do, how do I want to spend my day? And I want to be fitter and healthier. Um, I want to be more able to create, like build something like positive transformation. So it was more about working out who do I want to be first, um, and then working out who I'm definitely not. Um, and then what you're left with really helps you just define what you're going to do day to day. If does that, is that helpful? Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing that's interesting. So you so you figure out who do you want to be? So beyond just working out for working out sake, and and then and then you use that kind of guiding light to kind of get you in the direction of what do I need to do to to be who I'm going to be? Uh, with that though, like one thing you talk about is, I mean, some some young people they have struggles finding what they're passionate about. They have struggles finding out who they want to be. They just want to you know survive and get on. I mean, what advice would you give to them? um for trying to figure out their passions and trying to figure mm. out who they want to be i think again it's a big thing about working out like who you're not first i think there's there's a lot of you know there's so much now about you know find your passion find your purpose and that that is you know it's a wonderful thing to do but if you if you're not able to know who you're not first that's really difficult to do and so, you know, a big part of the process I went through was actually sort of thinking of, and and you you know, like people know, like you can feel in yourself the things that really you don't make you feel good. You know, the things that you're doing because somebody else is doing it or because you think that's what somebody else wants you to be. And you can feel that. I would I would challenge anyone to say that they can't feel the things they don't want to do and the things that aren't good for them um and i think the more you can identify those and just like that i'm doing that that's not me that's really not me like write that stuff down like write everything down that's not me i'm not doing that again um and that process might take months like this is this is the thing it's it's like it's this instant quick fix 
uh, environment we live in, like I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on finding my passion for a day, like or a week or a month. Like this stuff can take you know months, like could take years. Um, but the point is, like, it's making a decision to get started and saying, well, I don't like the way I feel. I don't like what's going on. Um, and I know there's a lot of things that I'm doing um, that that I know. I just, I just know that they're, they're not good. Like, I can feel it. And then just try to stop doing them and, and make a note. And then what you're left with at the end is actually this sort of person. You, you become the person that you really, truly want to be by removing all that other stuff. Mm. Yeah, so you're kind of like chipping away at, yeah. at yourself and saying, okay, and if you don't know who you who you want to be, just find out who you don't want to be, and yeah. then start understanding that and looking at that, which which makes a lot which makes a lot of sense. Um, uh, with that, I mean, looking at the who they want to be and, and and you know what does that look like? You you mentioned something about writing things down, mm. about write down everything. Um, can you talk to me one? Uh, so a little bit about your habits with writing things down. Like, what does that look like on a day-to-day -day basis? Um, so just, yeah. Yeah. No, like I, I, it's such a, I, I, you know, personally, I just found it's such a powerful thing. Like there's so much that goes on in the mind, you know, like, like day to day. And if you, if anyone wants to test that out, just sit in a chair with nothing around you for five minutes like, you know, don't touch your phone, don't touch anything, don't pick up a coffee cup, just sit in a chair for five minutes to realize like how crazy, you know, the mind can be. Um, and so it things will fly in and out, you know, and the ability to capture that one writing stuff down rather than typing, there's something, there's something that that really sort of drives it into your mind when you physically write things down. Um, and two, it just it enables you to capture thought processes you know, quickly. And it just, it's a very different process to, to doing it digitally. So I would have a little uh, a pad either for a while, just mm. this weird fascination with very small pads. Um, but but yeah, we just we just spend a lot of time just writing, writing down, you know, each day, you know, again, what matters? Who do I want to be? Like literally, you know, people around me thought I was completely mad. I'm sure many people on this on this stream do as well. But uh, it's it's a really powerful process, um, and then you can refer back to it. You know, even to look back at yesterday, like your mindset saying, "I feel really positive today. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that." Blah blah blah. You know, the mind goes up and down, and then literally the next day you wake up, you just feel terrible. Like being able to refer back to something you physically wrote about being really positive, um, being of a really you know focused mind, and realizing that was you, like twelve hours ago. Um, there's just something really powerful in that, I believe. Yeah. So you have a pad and you write it around. I, I don't think that's crazy. Like if you, if you wrote it on your on your body, I might think it a little crazy. <laughs> like you said, like I capture notes and look at all it's just up and down on your forearm yeah. and your hands everywhere. Yeah. You got that? Like that might not. I might be like, well, you know. I bought a white. I bought a white suit and just started writing <laughs> yeah, all over myself and on my tie and yeah, yeah, turning up yeah. shark, shark Tank, are you there? Could you? Could we got. We got an idea for you, Shark Tank. <laughs> you ever? You ever just get sick of pieces of paper? Don't you just wish you could just write on your shirt a note? You know, you just pull it out. Like anyways, yeah. but no, that that I mean that makes sense. I mean, there's a lot going on in our brains, and there are so many ideas that come in and out, and all that fun stuff. And if if you aren't able to capture it, it's uh, 
you know, that you're just kind of just living in the moment, which can it mean sometimes hard. You know, it's, it's you got to get out of your head. If, I, I know mm -hmm. it feels good for me when I write a bunch, like when I write a bunch like of the money or whatever, I'm like, I just get it all out of my system. Yeah. You know, I just, it just feels like I'm like mentally vomiting on the page, you know, and uh, there's a there was a good thing about that as well. Like, you know, I did, I did um, for a while. Like I didn't, I don't use a lot of social media, but mm. I used LinkedIn as a tool. Um, and I used it because, you know, one, it's good for managing a network of connections. Great. Um, but actually for, for quite a while there, for exactly that reason, like as well as the, the sort of very personal stuff that I would write down, um, I would write a lot of, you know, sort of um, blogs, articles type stuff. Um, more about it, it was more about publishing commitments to myself and knowing that once they're out there i'm accountable and that's a very powerful process as well like very powerful so you would you would write things down and then you would post them on linkedin and saying here's what i'm here's what i'm going to be committed to doing and then and then you have that like innate social accountability driving you yeah. forward yeah yeah i mean with positive transformation like and i'll tell you i've said this you know like, like openly to, to lots of people mm. you know i had no idea of how i was going to pay for it deliver it i took 320 people out for dinner um and on the hope that people would turn up that was a start i mean basically this thing it was like there was no it was just like right if i'm going to do this i'm going to have to like you know like make some earth shattering commitment where you know, if you like burn, the, you know, burn the boats, you know, the phrase about just burn the boats. So take my entire reputation, you know, like a big chunk of money that, that was not in big supply at the time um, and go and do this event. You know, I invited the Queen's um, uh, representative in Greater London. Uh, and he showed up, which was quite okay. amazing. Yeah, he's our, he's now our chairman. Um, so great. which is <laughs> but basically like that, but that that was that started you know like saying right i'm going to make a massive commitment to myself um now if i keep that to myself the chances are that you know tomorrow morning i'm going to wake up and you know that's that's gone in the ideas rack never to be seen again so i, I would start writing articles about positive transformation i'll publish them you know i am going to do this i am going to do that because frankly, you're accountable. And you know, if, if anyone's anything like me, people don't like to be embarrassed in public. You know, it's absolutely fine for things to go wrong. But once you've published things, you know, you, you're, there's something happens in your, in your mind where you just become accountable for making it happen. Um, so writing it all down, you know, actually going and creating, you know, even if it's a podcast or whatever, but just get out there and make the statement. Uh, and then you have to back it up. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's that, there's this weird, you're right. It's like, it's, it's funny how like we don't respect keeping words to ourselves for the most part. Like, I mean, we can do it. We can say, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to do this, but it's not nearly as powerful as publicly sharing that across all of these challenge channels and stuff calling up your family or anybody and, and putting it out there it's really interesting how like if you do keep it yourself it's like this little secret and if you back down you only let yourself down but that, that's the most important person to let down yeah. but then for some reason about all these people on linkedin who technically don't matter 
that much to, like you mean they're, they're people i mean they're people but but to you ultimately and your goals and like that like like that it's an interesting thing how we're very motivated like i, I know i'm socially motivated by other people you know the you know, people online that are going to be worried about a large buzzing coffee sound while in the middle of a podcast you know like there's like but there's a it's an interesting thing like that we don't like like what do you think that's about that like we're we're, we're more we're we're more inclined to let ourselves down privately, uh, and then versus publicly. Like it's a it's an interesting. Yeah, I mean, I I just I think um, it's it's quite interesting. I I believe from this is just like for 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 me. But I suppose I I read a lot, so I I churn through 150 books a year, something like that, um, and you know as part of that, like thinking about you know what what is it. You know what? You know what? What are the things going on in in you know my mind and I suppose other people's as well that um, that, that create these those sort of challenges? And I sort of think that for me, it's like it, there there is there is un uh, it's a fear that has no basis in reality um, that doing this exercise needs to like helps you overcome because you aren't you aren't really what you think you are. And you aren't really what other people think you are. You are what you think other people think you are. Um, and it's it's quite an interesting thing when you can start to just get who am I, who am I not, and who do I want to be, and anyone else's opinion, frankly, you just have to carve away. Um, and then the whole concept of if I'm publishing a statement, I'm publishing it for me, um, and I'm publishing it so that I can be a better person. Um, and frankly, you know, this is about pushing myself forward. Um, and actually, you know, what other people think about me trying to be a better person um, shouldn't matter. Um, and I, I admit that's hard, but but that's that's the way it has to be. It's, it's removing other people's judgment um, when you're just trying to make yourself better. Yeah. It's an interesting thing like, that you you are what you think other people think you are and so you're, you're you're basically trying to take over that reality or this reality in a way of going uh i'm gonna put this out there because i know you think that i'm the best ever and i understand that and i'm never gonna let you down and i totally and thank you so much for believing in me and you're right i got your back and they're like what are you saying oh don't worry about it. i'm just gonna post this article but i've got you i've got you it's a it's a it's a you're you're uh taking over the reality kind of bleeding into the other areas which i think is really fun um and this is it's an interesting way to think about it uh you said you read 150 books a year um wow. which is a lot i mean i i i eat audiobooks all the time mm. i don't think i don't think i do that number um i don't think i can close to that what in terms of like do you have a favorite book that you'd like to recommend to people is there something that for you, like out of like your your giant list? Oh of my god! Down? There, I mean, there are there are. I mean, I, and to be to be fair, most of the books I churn through are there is audio books. So yeah, that was a fantastic invention. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never I never got an education, right? So I had to educate myself. So books I hated. Audio books were like, oh, yeah. Oh, thank thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, do you know, for, I just for there is a great, um, I was talking to someone about this the other day. There's um, everything I read, is, I don't do fiction. So I like, you know, all sorts of things, uh, you know, science, 
mm-hmm. quantum mechanics, stoic philosophy, all sorts of stuff. I find it all fascinating. Mm-hmm. But there is um there are there are two books that I think like in terms of really practical like engagement is really quite good. Like if anyone hasn't read uh anyone who wants to go through like mm-hmm. absolute transformation mm-hmm. um and wants a far better story than than mine. Um, you know, David Goggins, um, you can't hurt me as a, as a don't like the, the, sorry, David, I'm not telling anyone to not buy your book, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but by his own admission, the podcast or the audio book is epically good. And, and it's done in like a podcast book and like, you want to, you want a story of, you know, everything we're talking about here, like can't hurt me by David Goggins is, was, is epic. He, so, so I've actually I've I've listened to that one as well, and it's actually mm-hmm. it's really interesting because you he reads the chapter and then he mm-hmm. does a podcast with somebody at the end of the chapter, and then he goes back and through the whole thing. Um, yeah. But he's on a different, I mean, he's a freak of nature. <laughs> I mean, like in terms of like he said, was it in there that he said he had issues with bees because he was trapped in a box and they put in bees yeah. got in the box. He started yeah, freaking out, yeah. and it's like. Just the level of shit that dude is willing to tolerate mm. is immense. It's just he is just like mm. it's that true, like constant love yeah. of just that, just just not enjoying <laughs> life. You know, it's a oh, weird. But it's, it's okay. But there's a thing about that, right? So, yeah. so I I sort of took that as red, like first of all, like, and I I was you know I, was, I went into like self torture mode. So I would not suggest. Like that is the the right the right way to go. So let me save everyone some pain uh, and heartache. There's a balance to be struck, right? So what his journey was is not meant to be literally translated yeah. for other people. Um, but the the premise of if you want to develop, like then all of the growth comes in what we define as negative circumstances, right? So, like, we'll go back to what I said earlier about if I'm having a really good day, it's really nice. Yeah. You know, you're just having a really great day. If my if I'm having a day where I just feel like, oh, you have to sort of train your mind to realize they're the days that you're you you have the ability to grow. Like you, you know, coming through difficult circumstances, and that does not mean locking yourself in a box with bees or <laughs> running 300 miles in a, in a before you've had breakfast, right? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I find it incredibly admirable. Um, but that's his thing. And he gets a lot of enjoyment from that. You know, other people, it could be something like so much simpler. Um, you know, just that I'm really struggling to like just move to the first step. You know, and you and the ability to deal with the mental challenge that it takes to make that first step, that is equivalent to like David Goggins running 200 miles. Yeah. That's, that's well, definitely. Even, I mean, even I mean, like writing the things down that you're uh, embarrassed of and, and the commitments you're going to make because of them and then sharing those things publicly is a huge, massive thing that people are like, you know, people sometimes they say what like public speaking and death are the things that people fear the most. Mm-hmm. And it's like what you talk about, it's completely perceived. It's not real. Nothing's going to hurt you. There's a couple of pixels on the screen that move around a bit and that's it. But at the same time, it's this massive level of fear and anxiety and commitment that to get over is difficult. And yeah, you don't necessarily need to, you know, run a hundred miles to your legs break and you crap your pants. Yeah. It's an option. It's, it's always available to us. Um, 
but yeah, but just just what can you do that will get you that that comfortable being uncomfortable so it's, i agree it's there's like there's a couple of things as well like you know I, I went through a whole process of writing all of it and publishing it all like so all of it and I, it was terrifying for me because <clears throat> i had built a really big network so all of my reputation like everything i do is based on reputation so i had a decision which was i could put all this out there and be completely utterly isolated by everybody i know you know i had some re i've done it i did a podcast about part of my life where i was involved with some really dangerous people i didn't have much of, but there were a lot of things in in there um where you know people could have taken a really you know judgmental view um but i put it but i put it all out there um and i found that quite the opposite happened actually you know people were interested supportive um you know really found that whole story um you know quite quite you know emotional in some ways mm. and it was completely the opposite you know and i think we live in a world now that there are there is a lot of judgment but i believe there's a great there's a much bigger feeling towards people who are not me but you know generally out there anyone who's wanting to move to another level and feels that they need to be open about themselves until you can just be really open you know with who you are good and bad and everything you can't move forward and people are very it's really interesting like that whole thing about you know thinking that people are going to think a certain way and when you do it they don't like in fact quite the opposite they're they're quite taken aback by the fact that you can be very authentic very publicly um and i think people realize how how difficult that is um and become very supportive that's beautiful man that's yeah with it's it's that we want the deep connection but we don't want to be vulnerable and then when you do people are like hey Wow. Well, there's a great quote, isn't there? That uh, the, I think it was the it might one of the special forces said, um, "Everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die." Yeah, that was, that was true. Yeah, yeah. They're like, "No, no, I don't do that." What's the, what's yeah. the what's the easy, comfortable route where I don't have to try a lot? Is there a magic pill? You know? No. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> no. Get over it. <laughs> yeah, right. What yeah. was what, what was the second book, by the way? Oh, it's brilliant. It was fantastic. So um, 50 Cent uh, did a book. So do you know Robert Greene? Do you know Robert Greene? Like, yeah. So Robert Greene did 48 Laws of Power and all that. Really, really interesting guy. But he did a collaboration called The 50th, the, the, the 50th Law with uh, 50 Cent. And it talks about 50 Cent in his, uh, you know, his upbringing, um, but yeah, you know, I think a lot of people don't know what an immensely successful businessman he is, mm -hmm. and the way he had to overcome from a very different perspective, things he had to overcome, things he had to do, but the way he shaped his own persona um, so that he could operate in environments that were not friendly to him, um, like working, you know, to create his own record label inside things it's very insightful and and it's delivered in a way that makes sense to people like me it's just very practical it's really good really good awesome i haven't checked out yet I, i've heard of it but i haven't I haven't looked it up haven't put any time to it mm. um but yeah I, yeah i think it is um is he the one who did vitamin water is that 
Is he? I think so. Yeah. Rushed it. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, there's a there's a lot there's a lot there. But I mean, they're they're just two. I mean, there are so many, but they're they're two that sort of instantly stand out for the context of what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, that's beautiful. So let me ask you this question. Um, what's your what's your ultimate holy grail when it comes to the group that you're creating? Like what what is your what do you like if you could plant a flag in the sand, if you could if you could wave a magic wand and 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 uh, not die and just get right to the top, what 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 is the thing that you're you're hoping to try, uh, create? So the thing we are going to create um, is global access to opportunity. And and what I mean by that is we've already built uh, so everything I do is collaborative so i find really influential smart people mm. and i'll bring them together um and then we 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 put resources and and funding together to create the things that we want to do um, and for positive transformation that is about creating a a platform globally so that people anyone will be able to from any device <clears throat> access uh a let's say an app for for the argument uh, for, for argument's sake and within that, you will be able to access connections to the right people. You'll be able to access resources and funding to help connect your passions um, to, to create the opportunities you want to find. And to put that into a real context, <clears throat> one of my uh, partners um, was a very, very successful technology entrepreneur. So we already have built the um, machine learning uh, AI platform that will deliver all of that. Um, we've already identified, uh, hun like literally in the UK alone, uh, there is nearly three hundred billion pounds um, in available resources that people, if they knew how to access it, could access for training, development for themselves, for their organisations, companies. You know, if you want to do as an individual a funded MBA program, it's all there. There are ways to get into jobs, recruit. There, all of this is there. Okay, so my nirvana is that I want anyone who wants a hand up, like in life, to be able to pick up their device, find all the people that they need to help them on that journey, also access available funded resources, um, and also be able to take the things that they're most passionate about, connect them together, and go and create their own life equity. Like be the best version of themselves, you know, create the opportunity, find self mastery, achieve their full potential, uh, and just have access to opportunity for them, their friends and their family. That's beautiful. I mean, so it's just about giving uh, opportunity to the masses, helping them yeah. find with the passion, connect to the right people and show them a pathway to be able to actually make, uh, make the change that they want in their life to be who they want to be and really create that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Oh, totally. Like motivation. It's great. You know, it's, I'm sure like lots of people have, you spend like hours and hours, you know, trying to fine tune your brain, like having difficult times. Motivation is brilliant. But unless someone hands you a toolkit to go with it, it's really tough. Yeah. So like, I'm all for this, you know, these types of conversations, get people together, share ideas, motivate people, inspire people. Great. But when this is finished, someone needs to be able to go, there's your party bag. So when you now go home, instead of a bit of cake, you know, you've got an app in there that basically will connect you to opportunity wherever you are. Mm, that's beautiful. What? Let me ask you this. If that's the holy grail, then what's the dragon that prevents you from there? Is there something that you feel is is a big obstacle on that path for you? Uh, is there something that you feel might it is is your greatest challenge that you're going to face to make this happen? 
the greatest challenge in, is me frankly so like i'll continually say like the your 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 greatest obstacle is always going to be overcoming yourself um you know like there is it's so it's 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 big okay but in in that the it's it's my own ability to deal with the overwhelming complexity that's attributed to being able to do that but every single day what we do and i'm bringing some really amazing people together and what they're helping me to do is to break all of that down into the sort of smallest constituent parts so that now probably now uh, within the last couple of months for the first time ever um, i can see how we can deliver this within five years um, and so that's an amazing thing but it's still uh, an incredibly overwhelming complex machine that needs to be delivered um, and the, the greatest obstacle to that is is making sure that I, I keep myself focused um, so that as a team of people, um, we can actually move towards that goal in a sensible way. That's beautiful um, and, and totally, totally true on that one. The, the, uh, being the greatest obstacle is yourself. Uh, what, let me ask you this. In, so uh, is, is there anything else you'd like to let people know about before they tell them before you tell them how they can get a hold of you? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you know, probably probably gone on enough. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just I, I don't know. I'd, I would just say, you know, like there's there's so much there's so much opportunity out there. <clears throat> yeah, we it's just we're in we're in a very difficult time at the moment. You know, there's a lot of challenge, you know, and it and it feels like uh, from a lot of people I talk to in my experience, it just it feels like there's like, like kind of like everything is is against people us you know all, all of us um but but no i mean i i just i suppose I would, I would say that you know there is there is such opportunity um you know there's a great saying in chaos comes opportunity and we are in the midst of a lot of chaos um and if you can just focus like you know focus get 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 hold of yourself to the point that you can decide what you want to do um, create some bite-sized chunks. You know, what are the small things I could do today and what are the things, negative things I was doing yesterday that I can stop doing? Um, you know, there is a, we're, we're living in a time of immense change, but in that is, is immense opportunity. And hopefully we will help facilitate people's ability to access it. Um, but in, during that time, um, you know, it's, it's just all about breaking things down into in manageable bite-sized pieces um, and finding people who are willing to help and support really. I love it. It's beautiful. Yeah. That's the, 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 the recurring theme I'm getting from the whole thing is taking these, taking these big ideas and just chiseling them down and then yeah. taking some time for yourself and come back and chiseling it down and just keep, keep going through that process until you get to where you want to go. Get rid of everything that isn't aligned to your goal. Like just like yeah, you know, and that, that's that's again that's the uh, devil. That's not about going. I'm a machine. I don't have any fun. <laughs> but like, there's a like you. If you look at your, I would challenge everyone like just to go and spend a couple, like spend a week, like just looking at everything going on around you and see like all those people and things that are aligned to the things you care about, and all the stuff that isn't like all these distractions, people telling you that you're not going to do it, and just chisel it all away as quickly as possible so that you spend time with the people you enjoy spending time with you spend time in positive pursuits and things that you really enjoy and just get rid of all the crap 
like as quickly as possible. Love it. Um, and if people want to find out uh, more about what you do or get a hold of you, how do they do that? Yeah, I mean, you can. I'm on um, you know, Dan Brown underscore one uh, on LinkedIn. Um, I don't have a, a huge uh, social media presence because I find it a distraction. Um, but other than that, you know, people can um, contact me on on LinkedIn um, or you know go via our website, which is positivetransformation.org. Beautiful. All right, Dan, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you coming thank on the you. show. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, keep on the grind, keep keeping, uh, keep keeping uh, new opportunities for people. I think it's beautiful what you do. Uh, have, a, have a blessed and beautiful day, my friend, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks, Dylan. Thanks, Dan. Take care now. Bye. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Heroes of Reality podcast. Check out heroesofreality.com for more episodes. While you're there, you can also take the Heroes quiz to find out what kind of hero you are. Or if you have a great story and want to be on the podcast, tell us why your hero's journey will inspire others. Thank you for listening. See you on the other side.